Welcome into the Committed to Christ podcast, Kelly. Thank you. You're welcome. It's good to have you here. <laughs> it's good to have everybody else here, too. You're a nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you are correct in that statement. Yeah. You know, your dad... Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, big yeah. news here at the Craywick household. Our son... <laughs> has gotten his driver's license and at this very moment he's out driving around yes and i'm for trying not those to of be you who do not oh, live in the state of south do? carolina you can drive at 15 and a half on, i'm gonna be helicopter dad as, right i already now helicoptered him i know where and he's see at. where he is where is he anyway uh, okay i'm tracking him i'm tracking him i am helicopter dad he's making his way yeah maybe not quite back home but anyway, I'm sure he's having fun, no doubt. But I was, I was really nervous. You were the other day when he took off. I thought, oh my, God. he's not even 16. I know. Like I didn't get my license until I was 16. That was right. the law in Indiana. But yeah. apparently here you can be. You have to drive 180 15. days on a permit. And, and, and take a he's, test. He's and, doing very well. Right. He, he he's really is. All, he's followed all the rules. Mm -hmm. So long as he continues to follow all the rules. Your dad asked me the other day if I felt older now that my son has his driver's license and driving. And I said, well, not until you just asked me that. So, <laughs> so yes, I, I, I don't, I don't want I'm to admit it, but yes, I am Ugh, feeling a little bit You know, bit older. I don't feel old. I feel relieved. <laughs> I feel it, okay, free. Okay. So <laughs> there's a good chance he's not going to listen to this podcast. And I just have to say this the other night. He went for a drive with your dad. They followed each other yeah. to a car sh car cruise in somewhere. Uh -huh. And it was like, this is so nice. It's just you and me. <laughs> There's nobody like walking yeah. on my, my, yeah, the backs of my shoes, mumbling in my ear yeah. about, you know, I'm like, I love him. I love him. But I it's know, like, oh, wow, he's gone. You know, praise God. He's, he's growing up. He's going <laughs> to, next, we got to get the job thing. Yes, the you got to get the job necessary. thing figured out. And well, he's got to finish school, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very a priority. Important. That's yeah. a priority. So we are embarking on a journey. We are. And this is something that you really felt impressed on your heart to do. Yeah. You wanted to do a study in the book of Acts. Yes. The entire book, each chapter. Yes. And uh, we are studying the book of Acts with our youth and young adult groups and I'd say it's going well. They're learning a lot. Right. You can see, you can definitely see some spiritual maturity happening in, in a lot of their lives. Right. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we baptized 16 here at our home in our swimming pool, which was really cool. So we just see the Lord moving on their hearts and working in their lives. And um, I mean, the book of Acts is where it's at. I mean, that's that's the start of the church. And, and really, that's where the church is today is still living in and through the book of Acts. So you think this is a good idea. I'm listening to you. Yes. <laughs> I think it's great. So um, I guess we'll, basically what we'll do is we'll tonight we're going to start in uh, Acts chapter one and uh, the next podcast will be two, three and so on. So All right. Does that sound good to you? That is good with me. All right. Well, hey, why don't we get started? Okay. Okay. So basically, in the book of Acts is written by the apostle or disciple Luke, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, starting in verse one, he basically gives a brief introduction. Um, he says, in my former book, Theophilus, I, I wrote all about that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven 
after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles, after, to the apostles he had chosen. And after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them for over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. He said, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift that my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So he gave very many convincing proofs that, yes, he, these people saw him be, be crucified on the right. cross. They took his body down. They put it in a tomb. Three days later, he wasn't there. Right. And now he shows up. Right. And he's eating with them. He's talking with them. He's appearing in rooms. He's giving them instructions. Right. And this is all after he died. Right. It, which is... So it's like a long enough time that they saw him and it wasn't just like once or twice. It was for 40 days, which is, it, a big, and, it's a big deal. Yes. And they're enough I, to build their confidence. Like, yes, this is really him. And, the, and there are gospel accounts that he was seen by over 500 people. Right. So it's not like he did this closed room type of stuff just that only certain people, right. you know, no, I mean, there were a lot of people that saw Jesus resurrected. Right. So um, verse six says, then they gathered around him. Jesus, and asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, Jesus was telling them all, you know, during his ministry right. about the, the, the coming Holy Spirit, right. the right. advocate, right? right, the helper. Right. And and now he's telling them, stay here because right. it's coming. It's coming. Right. So um, do you have anything you'd like to add to that or do you want to? No, it was just I was thinking about the Holy Spirit when it comes to like, you know, being filled with it and, and what it does exactly. Mm -hmm. How how it like, why did they have to wait? And, and it was the power. It was the courage. It was the encouragement that the Holy Spirit gives. Right. Sure. The, you feel it in a different way than they before. It was just physical. Right. And now it's going to be a spiritual thing, too. Right, because when we get saved, obviously, we accept Christ, and then we have the indwelling right. Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the infilling. Right. Right, that's, that's right. like overflow. Like, right. like I, I mentioned it before in a couple of previous podcasts, it's like a tea kettle. Yeah. You put it on the stove, the heat gets turned up, things start to boil, and all of a sudden, Right, right. <laughs> which is which is something like that you us. see, and and that's what I think uh, when people talk about revival, that's kind of what people think about is that excitement, that overflowing, sure. that seems to happen mm -hmm. when people, you know, because they're excited, then they're ready to go. They want to just go tell everybody, and yeah, go telling on the mountain, right? All right. Okay. All right. Verse nine. He said, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. So he is going to descend. Right. The same way he ascended. You know, and I, one of the things I remember talking to the youth about when we were going through this chapter is, you know, first of all, you, they're watching Jesus. And then all of a sudden these two 
men in white angels right. appear right and they're telling them i mean it had to be a, a an amazing thing to see mm-hmm. and then for them to say you know in the same way he left he will come back I wonder in their minds what they thought, like how soon they thought that was going to be, you know, did they, did, did they understand? Because I'm, they probably thought it would happen in their lifetime. They thought right. they would see it, right. you know, and, and it obviously had, didn't not happen in their lifetime, mm-hmm. you know? And so that whole time thing, like, I wonder, I just wonder what was going on in their minds. Right. And, and I, th- I find this um, amazing here when it says suddenly two men dressed in white, stood beside them because I've seen right after I gave my life to Christ, I've shared this story with you several times. I saw an angel. It appeared next to my bed one night while I was, I woke up. You were scared. (laughs) I was, you better believe it. I mean, I look, look, I've got goosebumps right now. Just telling the story. This thing stood from floor to ceiling Yeah, and it was like lightning. Okay. Do you know, like on the new cars now, how they have those, um, those really intense like LED type headlights with that really pure white yeah. look to them. Yeah. That's what this thing looked like. It didn't speak to me. It didn't say anything. It just stood there. Right. And I was totally speechless. And and I'm wondering though, these guys obviously were able to communicate with the two men that showed up there. Right. But, but I, it's just, so yes, it does exist. Yes, right. it is real. Okay. Right. And I can testify to that. Yeah. So, wow, that's cool. Yes. All right, so verse 12. Oh, I think maybe Aaron's home. I hear the dogs barking. Sounds like And so it. does everybody else. All right, so yes, <laughs> we live in the pound. So, all right, verse 12 says, Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present there were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with, with his brothers. Now, they were there because Jesus told them to go and stay, right? Right. All right, verse 15. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field, and there he fell headlong. His body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. And I'm just going to add gross. Yeah. (laughs) Verse 19. (laughs) Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language, Alkidama, and that is the field of blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, may his place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. So I'm going to stop right there. And basically what they were doing is they went back to the book of Psalms, Psalm 69. Uh, no, I'm sorry, forgive me, Psalm 109, verse 8. They went back to that and said, this is prophetic. Right. We're one short so we need to add another, you know, guy, apostle, right. to take Judas's place. All right. So 21, it says, uh, Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living and among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they're looking for a guy who's going to meet this criteria. Right. Right. And right. we're going to find out 
who that is right. right here. So verse 23 says, so they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice. So he's got like three names mm-hmm. <laughs> and Matthias, one name. <laughs> yeah. Then they prayed, Lord, you know, everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go to where he belongs. Then they cast lots and the lot fell on Matthias. And so he was added to the 11 apostles. You know what I think is really cool? What's that? You realize it's Peter that stood up and, and just made this decision. And he stepped into right. his role that, got, that Jesus knew he was going to do that. You know, all the things that Peter had to go through to get to that point where he was able to step into that role mm-hmm. and be the leader. You know, there were so many times that he was... <laughs> embarrassed when he, you know, walking on water and he almost sinks and just all the, and the way he would answer questions when Jesus would ask him. And I don't know. I just think, wow, Peter, good job. Right. You're finally stepping into, into what God called you to. And this was the last time that any of God's people right. or prophets or apostles used any kind of um, casting lot type of system to decide a decision, you know, when they came to because a decision. Because they were not filled with the Holy Spirit. Yet. Right. And, right. And, and that's from, a, that's a From good here thing to on note. out, the Holy Spirit was speaking as to what he, his will was and what he wanted to accomplish. Through, yeah, through the Holy Spirit. Gotcha. Amen. So wow. that, that's the end of chapter one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So I we, so. I think, um, one of the reasons why I felt like this was something that we needed to do is because I know we've, I, I've, I, and on my podcast, have tried to always encourage people to read you the have word a of God. Podcast? I do. Oh. I love coffee. Anyway, okay. It, so I was going to say, I try to, I try to encourage people to read the Bible. And one day when I was getting ready to do it, God was just like, okay, you need to go through the Bible. Because one thing I've noticed with the youth is their excitement mm-hmm. about the word of God and reading it. And it's not things we're saying to them. We're not giving them our opinions. You know, we're, we're just, we're reading through scripture with them and then we're talking about it. And that is how you read the Bible. That is how you learn right. is to go through it. And there's so many people that say, and this is what they would say, you know, when, when we first started doing the youth group and I would say who read their Bible, they would all be like, oh, I don't read my Bible. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know where to start. I, I read it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, us going through it with them has, I've seen them grow. You've seen them grow. Right. And that's exciting. And it's the Holy Spirit. It's God. There's nothing special, but it's like, look, this is what the Bible says. Let's talk about it. Right. I, and our big, our big thing is, and I've noticed this is get in the word, right. Get in your Bible and start right. reading it. Right. Know because the word of God. There has been a, a period of time where Christians, and I, I use air quotes when I say that, right. have gotten out of the habit of getting into their word and have gotten off on all these. Well, they're taking other people's weird words teachings, for teachings. Right. right. They're and, not, they're and, not, it, because it, it, the truth is the word of God. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, you're exactly right. So that's, that's our whole mantra. And that's our, that's our MO right. in ministry is getting people back to the word because it works. Right. We've and walking alongside, walking alongside them and encouraging. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So hopefully we'll, uh, you listen again when we... Well, I'm gonna. Yes, Greg. <laughs> oh, Lord. Pray for him. Pray oh, for Greg. I love, I love podcasting with you. It's yeah. so much fun. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. And we are very excited to start this journey through the right. book of Acts with you. 
And we hope you will continue to listen and grow in the Lord. And hey, how about shooting us an email? There you go. To just let us know how you're doing. And if you have any questions. Yeah. The email address is c2conair at gmail.com. And that address will be in the description of the podcast. We will talk to you next time. We love you. God bless you.